The Chinese elms that Herb Clutter planted in 1948 to flank the driveway leading to his newly built and personally designed home near Holcomb, Kansas, have seen better days. Once they flourished in green fullness, as Chinese elms often did in summer defiance of this generally arid region, especially when the trees were close to a stream, and there was always water in the nearby Arkansas River back then. Now dead branches protrude erratically from the sparse green the elms wear in summer, and the riverbed is sand. Cycles of lengthy drought exacerbated by excessive nearby irrigation and dam building upstream in Colorado have joined elm disease in besetting Herb's trees. Herb built the house in the country, but Holcomb has grown so much recently that the house now has a street address. A swinging gate bars the entrance to the driveway, reinforced by a private property sign. Donna Mater, present owner of the Clutter Place, isn't unfriendly. It's just that so many curious strangers from all points of the compass seem to be attracted to this particular elm-lined driveway on the southwest edge of town, and their gawking at all hours proved unsettling, so she put up the gate. The Clutter House is the site of multiple murders over a half-century ago, before the world had heard much about mass murders and serial murderers before the notoriety of Richard Speck, Charles Whitman, Charles Manson, David Berkowitz, Ted Bundy, Eileen Warnos, John Wayne Gacy, Jeffrey Dahmer, Dean Corll, and a host of others. Tiny Holcomb, with fewer than 300 people when the Clutters were murdered in their home on the night of November 14, 1959, became a focus of attention that yet endures despite the intervening years and the rapid growth of the town, thanks to cattle feedlots, meatpacking, and energy industries. It endures despite the mind-numbing occurrence of crimes of far greater magnitude in this country, such as the foreign terrorist attack in New York City on September 11, 2001, the domestic terrorist attack in Oklahoma City on April 19, 1995, Numerous school shootings, such as Columbine and Virginia Tech, and on and on. There's something about the clutter case that makes it loom large in cultural memory, and my purpose is to examine various reasons as to why this is so. This book is about the legacy of another book and its author, In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Without Truman Capote and his book, most people wouldn't know about the murders of four members of the Clutter family. In the long, sad history of multiple murders in the United States, particularly since the Clutter murders, there is, without Capote, nothing truly extraordinary about the Clutter crime, except perhaps for its location and the exemplary outward lives of the victims. The killings did not take place in a bustling metropolis, nor even a suburb but in a tiny farming community in western Kansas, the epitome of the American rural heartland. And the Clutters were, by all accounts, wholesome individuals who seemed stereotypes of virtuous Midwestern farm people, the last people you'd ever expect to be murdered, as some local folks later described them. Nor, without Capote, would there be anything extraordinary about the two murderers, both ex-convicts who had met in the Kansas State Penitentiary, one Richard Eugene Hickok, a no-account hot-check artist from near Kansas City, Kansas, and the other Perry Edward Smith, 
also a no-account, a burglar and a drifter who could not legitimately claim a home anywhere. The two men were caught through a combination of their own desperate attention-grabbing actions and methodical police work, and they were tried, convicted, and executed by the state of Kansas for the clutter killings. What lifts this particular crime out of the ordinary and gives it lasting memory is Capote, an erstwhile writer of Southern Gothic fiction and occasional journalistic accounts. His book, In Cold Blood, about the clutter crime and its consequences, is the crowning most distinguished achievement of his career and a pioneering document in the history of American nonfiction and true crime narration.